Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 9.30 in 716. A protest gone awry. Dozens of protesters closed Delaware and Chippewa in an unpermitted demonstration over border camps. We are here today to demand that the Department of Homeland Security um, and our congressional leaders shut down the detention camps at the southern border immediately. The protest was peaceful, but it was illegal. And so it ended in a confrontation between Buffalo police and demonstrators. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 and 716. As I arrive for the planned yet unpermitted demonstration at Delaware and Chippewa, police had made the decision to close the intersection and allow the demonstration to go on during the sun-drenched lunch hour. It was like so many other demonstrations I've covered before. After about an hour or so, many of the protesters began to disperse, but a persistent bunch of dozens continued their efforts, and a small group sat silently in the street, holding signs while the others circled in protest. My name is Whitney Crispell, and I'm an organizer with the Close the Camps Coalition. She talked with me in the intersection before things came to a head. Uh, we are here today to demand that the Department of Homeland Security um, and our congressional leaders shut down the detention camps at the southern border immediately. There are children separated from their parents. There are children taking care of other children because there's no adults with them. It's overcrowded. There are children and people without uh, medication, without soap, without toothbrushes. Um, these are supposed to be short-term facilities that are be being used long-term. It's absolutely cruel and inhumane to keep these people like this. They need to be shut down immediately. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. There is absolutely no reason to treat children and people this cruelly. Was your intent to close the intersection today? Did you have that in mind when you started this? Yes, this, yes, this group did this. This is an emergency. This is an urgent situation. And we really feel like we need to call attention to this right now and that people need to act on it right now. Bus business cannot go on as usual when there are children dying. When you say act on it, I mean, what can the average citizen do that you know perhaps is out here on Delaware Avenue or Chippewa right now and seeing this demonstration? What do you want them to do? Uh, we'd like them to join us. We'd like them to reach out to their congressional leaders, reach out to um, any elected representative to tell them to, to join our fight, to shut down the camps. You know, I'm not a Congress member of Congress. I'm not a senator. That's not my job, but it's their job to figure this out and to shut down these camps immediately and to, and to stop this from happening in our name and in our country. Thank you very much. Okay. I don't 
Then, more than an hour into the demonstration, Buffalo police made the call to end the illegal protest and reopen the intersection to traffic. Police officers lined up in formation, standing ready to remove the demonstrators from the intersection. After that five-minute warning, officers moved in on the chanting protesters and removed them one by one, zip-tie cuffing them and taking them away. I'm here with Captain Jeff Ronaldo, the Chief of Staff of Buffalo Police Commission. Buffalo Brian Mayor Byron Brown and police updating us on the steps of Buffalo City Hall. That took place this afternoon in downtown Buffalo. Uh, the protest was in opposition to U.S. migrant detention uh, facilities in our, uh, in our country. Uh, the protest was peaceful, but it was illegal. Uh, the police response to the protests was appropriate. Oftentimes when protesters organize protest activities in the city, they work with the Buffalo Police Department uh, to ensure the safety of protesters, uh, the safety of members of the community, and the free, free flow of commerce in our city. This did not occur in this particular instance and with any protest activity going forward, we would request that protesters contact the Buffalo Police Department. In the city of Buffalo, we highly respect people's freedom of speech, uh, and we will facilitate that freedom of speech when the police department is called. And again, make sure that protest activities are able to be done in a way that is safe to protesters, members of the community, and does not interrupt the flow of commerce in our city. Uh, there were arrests made because this was an illegal activity. Uh, now I will turn things over to Captain Jeff Ronaldo, who will give you specific details on the police response to this protest activity in downtown Buffalo this afternoon uh, that occurred at Delaware Avenue and Chippewa in the city of Buffalo. Captain? Thank you, Thank you Mayor. So as the Mayor said, at approximately noon today, we received 911 calls of a protest forming at the corner of Delaware and Chippewa. Within about a half hour, protesters decided to enter the middle of the intersection and begin blocking traffic. So out of an abundance of uh, concern for not only their safety, but the motoring public and other citizens, we made the decision to close the intersection of Delaware and Chippewa to all vehicular traffic. We attempted to speak to an organizer for the event. Nobody would uh, lay claim to being in charge of the event. We attempted to ascertain how long they planned on being there. Uh, again, we received zero cooperation in terms of anybody willing to uh, speak as a leader of the organization. We requested that they remove themselves out of the street. Uh, they refused that request. There were multiple people there, numbers were upwards of about 150 people. And eventually, in addition to the nine people that decided to lay down in the middle of the street, uh, approximately another hundred or so began walking in the crosswalk, blocking traffic. It was at that time in consultation with the police commissioner that a decision was made to 
order those protesters out of the street. That's a lawful order that can be given once a protest of this size and nature becomes uh, considered illegal. That demand was broadcast multiple times and eventually officers from our emergency response team did go into the intersection and begin arresting those protesters. In total, we had nine arrests. Those charges include disorderly conduct, obstructing governmental administration, as well as an unlawful assembly. Uh, those people are currently being processed at our central booking facility uh, as we speak, and uh, the protest from that point was diminished and things returned to normal at that intersection. Did they have a permit? There was no permit on file for this per for this protest that we are aware of. If that's a, if that's the case, why would it be allowed to continue so long, and why would the you know busy weekday workday and the, the street was closed down? Well, there's a number of variables that go into our decision to use force to end a protest. Number one, whether or not the protest is peaceful. In, in this particular case, other than having loud drums and loudspeakers, it was peaceful in the fact that it was not violent, nobody was throwing things, nobody was attempting to engage in riotous behavior. Uh, secondly, we look at resources. Do we have enough officers there? What will be the response to attempting to end this and what is the best game plan to go on? So while I understand it's very frustrating to businesses and other people who are affected by this, I would say that uh, it was unfortunately the protesters who are to blame for this because as the mayor said, there's a multiple numbers of protests and demonstrations that happen in the city every month and 99% of the time they organize with the police department. We are aware of what they want to do and we actually help them accomplish their mission. But when those protesters decided to stomp on the rights of their fellow community members, then that's when a decision was made to go in, make these arrests and get the streets back open. They had said, they sent out a news release saying they planned to be there until 1.30, didn't say anything about sitting down in the middle of the street. Your officers moved in at 2.36. Um, it seems like you gave them a, a certain amount of time to do what they had to do, and then you made the decision. It looked difficult hearing you, but you, you made the decision at that point to move in. Why? Well, again, as you said, there was some information that was uh, garnered that this was going to last to 1.30. Uh, at approximately 1.15, the decision was made to, let's see if they, they abide by what we're being told from different sources. Uh, clearly, they didn't. So at that point, we formalized a, a plan together to go in. And again, number one concern is we don't want to see any members of the public hurt by our going in and breaking up these protests. Number two, I don't want any of our officers hurt in going and breaking up a protest. So it's not a rush to judgment. It, it, it's treated as a tactical situation. All of our officers have been trained in uh, field force operations as well as mass demonstration and gathering techniques of how to safely and effectively end these and the plan worked flawlessly today we saw nine arrests you you guys and girls were all there you, you I'm sure you filmed it it was a very orderly process and it was done with respect for the protesters and as well as the surrounding community but again we're not going to rush in and see anybody either public or officers get hurt because tempers can flare in these situations and we follow the plan that's in place. A couple is, more, a couple more. Is there a plan in place if there are additional protests that are going to be happening? Well, again, we always have plans in place. Uh, you know, it's in the interest of public safety how quickly those plans are executed. 
there was no violence, thankfully, in this protest. There was no public safety concern other than a traffic disruption and a disruption to the businesses. So our response is scaled according to the actions of those protesters. We heard that there will be a protest at 5. Do you guys know about that? We, we have received multiple different levels of information. Uh, obviously, we are prepared uh, for any type of contingency that exists. Uh, you know, it's, it's one thing to get your message out to the public. Freedom of speech is our fundamental right as Americans and citizens, and we respect that, and we help people to accomplish that mission. But we cannot allow people to trample other people's rights to get their message out. And if it becomes a public safety issue, if people are going to put themselves in peril, if they're going to attempt to block streets, then the police department will take action as we did today and make arrests as necessary. So with that being said, any idea? There will no doubt be more demonstrations and they will be allowed and hopefully we'll work with law enforcement to allow their right to demonstrate to coexist with life in 716. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.